Dr. Nate Freeman. Welcome back to Note Bene. What is up, my brother? Uh, I'm calling you from the basement of the Odeon, where I'm still stuck because the flood has <laughs> stranded me here. You look good with those. You look good with those flippers on, though. I got to say, it's a good look for you. No, honestly, the basement, you know, where the, where the restroom is, the Odeon, it was flooding last night. There was there was a foot of water uh, in uh, the Odeon bathrooms. It was so catastrophic. No, no bathroom selfies possible in the Odeon mirror. I, I actually did take a bathroom <laughs> selfie <laughs> as the water was rising. I don't know what that says about me or about our culture. I think that says uh, that you're into service journalism. That's what that says to me. Exactly. No, really, I, I was taking a selfie because I, uh, as the city was drowning, uh, I, I purchased a $50 Odeon hat uh, because, you know, capitalism is, uh, you know, the where real the fuck did you get? Where the fuck did you get $50, bro? <laughs> Good question. I think I still owe James that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I hope that a uh, friend of the pod, uh, James, was purchased and his, his beautiful wife were purchasing you dinner last night. Uh, uh, they actually were. Shout out James and Danielle uh, for, for, for buying uh, the steaks at the end last night. Again, as the city was drowning. Um, well, I mean, but, yeah. they, I mean, they they owed it to you and Lucy, seeing as though they just missed the social event of the the summer, the year, the nay, the decade. Well, that's what people a lot of people are saying that. Yeah, people uh, are <laughs> people are saying that for sure. For sure. Um, and, I guess. You know, yeah, I think we can talk about it now because it was it was there was a little bit of a social media presence to it. Right. It's not like it was really a secret. <laughs> uh, I mean, and this is going to sound obnoxious, but literally I've had strangers approaching me saying like did you get married just because they saw this saw this on instagram so so yeah lucy and i had our, our wedding party last uh saturday at our house in kingston and it was uh quite the event it was quite an event man the fits alone could be a coffee table book i feel I like shout um, out to our really. past guest uh uh on the pod rachel tashin for compiling all the outfits into her invitation only uh listserv well, you know what? Even though even though she's been a guest on our podcast, Nate, I am still not an invitee <laughs> to that you newsletter. Just have to and ask, Frank, isn't that is that is that weak sauce? I don't know. I thought, yeah, I thought you just ask. That's, oh, like, that's, what you that's how it works. OK, yeah. So, I mean, that's why I had her on the podcast, bro. <laughs> she's busy. She has a full time job. She can't know. Like, you know, we, like... we had never met. We met for the first time at a wedding. So, yes, she did. Right. I guess she compiled the outfits. They were incredible. I mean, from the top, the bride looking absolutely gorge and bohemian wow, and upstate you. and, uh, and Nate amazing. pulling off a Tom Wolf esque white suit look that really, yeah. uh, you know, it set my eyes and my heart a flutter. Um, and uh, I, I don't want to dwell on it too much because, you know, we only have 15 listeners, but 12 of them were at the wedding. So I feel like they'll get <laughs> some of the inside jokes. Yeah, Nate I, Freeman drummer. I had no idea. Right. Yeah, I, I did uh, sit in with the band and play a little bit of drums just because, I you mean, know, it was like an hour and a half, bro, 45 minutes at least. <laughs> I don't know. Time was a little bit topsy turvy for me. A very psychedelic wedding, I have to say. No comment on that, but uh, <laughs> people certainly seem to be having fun. Yeah, yeah. Some great toasts, some great security. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did leave at a, at a very reasonable hour. But my point, thank God for my wife's um, uh, uh, influence on me, because I know that it went late. How many people ended up sleeping on your porch? <laughs> well, uh, let's just say that the party was still very, very much coming when when we went to sleep, which was at a very late hour. And uh, there were some 
some people there in the morning as well. So, yes, uh, <laughs> it, it I, I saw that really. as a future couple people asked me, like, oh, should we go? I was like, well, no, but just realize that you're going to sleep on that porch if you don't. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, thankfully, there's a lot of lot of land. Lot shout of out. To, shout farm. out to my dri- shout out to my driver who slept me around, waited for us to, you know, a reasonable, but yeah. still quite late hour. You know where he was when I called him? I'd sent him to Kingston's Top Taste to get a little Jamaican food. And he was very thankful for the tip. I sent so many people to the Top Taste. Shout out to Top Taste. Honestly, some of the best food I've ever eaten is from Top Taste. Like I, you know, the, the wedding. So you've been now. Last, last time we mentioned it on the pod, Kingston's Top Taste, you had not. Uh, I don't think eaten there yet. I had been, but I hadn't been in a few months. Um, I've been uh, many times in my life, but but this was the most. Yeah, this is the first time in a few months that we've gone in. The wedding was catered by Dr. Clark. Shout out Dr. Clark, best restaurant in the world. Greatest staff. So really good asking, looking staff. I know. They were asking what they should get for lunch. And I told Uli, the owner, I was like, you got to go to Top Taste, order the entire menu, get a ton of chicken, a ton of oxtail, everything. They're the best, the greatest dude. So Uday comes back with, Way more top taste than like <laughs> you could possibly imagine. There's an enormous tray of it. And like I'm in the throes of like pre-wedding insanity, like going full Groomzilla mode. But Uday comes and gives me a big hunk of top taste, incredible jerk chicken, and everything melts away. It that stuff can end wars. Like it's no, no, I bet you that gave you the energy to get through that day. And it was oh, a long, absolutely. it was a beautiful, uh, but long day. Uh, but mm-hmm. go- definitely gorgeous food from, from Dr. Clark's. Um, last question on the subject. I, I do not want to dwell on. I mean, I do, but I can tell you're getting a little bit shy. Um, how'd you, how'd you manage a white suit? You didn't get a drop of food or a drop of booze on it that I saw. Um, incredible, incredible, incredible dexterity deployed by you in that. What was your yeah. secret? Well, shout out to the team at Tom Brown that did an incredible job in outfitting me. Uh, also, my childhood friend, Matt Foley, happens to be very high up at Tom Brown and was there. So I wanted to be extra, extra careful about not uh, getting the immaculate look that he compiled for me, even the least bit stained. But, you know, I think it was just you know, just okay. You just, it's just self-control. You were just chatting. Yeah. Uh, I, I, Cause I did see a picture where I think was from towards the end of the night, perhaps the best photograph of the wedding, despite all the great fit pics was from uh, your friend and mine, George Newell took an incredible photograph of you looking almost sultry, uh, camped out in a barn, kicked back, perhaps, a, perhaps a, a, a cigarette in hand, a really great picture. You looked great. Uh, Lucy oh, looked gorgeous. I mean, the barn has all these great little nooks where you can just like sort of post up. Um, and that was me just posting up. There were things happening in that barn, that unspeakable things, unspeakable <laughs> things. It was gorgeous. <laughs> love to see it. Absolutely love to see it. Did you get on the pool table at all? I did not. You know, I'm not sure. I was there for hours. I don't know what I did while I was there. Um, I did have to give a speech and I was kind of, kind of had last minute notice. I was a little bit nervous up until that point. And so I drank through that nervousness, which could have been a disaster. I don't think it was. The speech um, was great. Everyone loved but, the speech. I, but it was it like was it was like it was like a, the, the whole beginning was a fast forward. And then after that, I don't know who I talked to, or what I did. I tried to dance at one point. Um, yeah, it was all it was all a blur, like all good weddings should be for everyone involved. Uh, yeah. Uh, let, let, let the memory of the event be a blessing. Um, I guess there was some new. There's so much news in the fucking there's art so world. Much it's news. annoying. Like, I kind of feel like I should be back to work already, even though it's the last week of kind of August, first week of September. I thought this would be a quiet week. It's not a quiet week. Not at all. No, no. I know. Um, a really, really well-placed article uh, about a new partnership in the art mm-hmm. world combining 
four individual market forces, uh, uh, Dominique Levy, uh, Brett Gorvey, uh, who else? Uh, Jeannie Greenberg-Rohan and Amalia Diane, uh, all teaming up, all having kind of uh, high-end bespoke businesses. Mm -hmm. It seems though they feel as though they can kind of force multiply by joining together. Totally. And, you know, obviously this is a huge deal for a number of reasons. You know, it's uh, all uh, Levy Garvey was already a powerhouse gallery. Now it really is positioned to be a sort of, uh, you know, catch all uh, enterprise combining, you know, advisory consultancy gallery, all that. But what really struck me actually from uh, the story of the times was that they said they're not doing any art fairs in America. Yeah, Which yeah. means that, like, they're just straight up saying, like, art fairs are not an important part of our operation. They are. Well, just, I think just... they're saying American art fairs are not an important part. I mean, yeah, I think but that's, that's a lot of fairs. <laughs> no, it is. It is. Um, yeah, that was definitely like the takeaway and kind of the hook, like newsy wise, in addition to joining up. Um, I'm not sure if any of those dealers, like, I can't think of Jeannie having like ever like really incredible art fair booth. She often did the design fair because she's had a design element to her uh, to her gallery practice. Right. Um, Amalia Diane, did they I don't think of them as a big figure. I mean, Levy Gorvey, I mean, that's kind of the real loss, I think, for exactly. I think I know more as a European like downstairs in Basel, Basel gallery. Sure. And like, I'm sure they'll still have that same, you know, wonderful booth location in. in yeah, I mean, but that's Switzerland. not the stuff that moves in Miami generally. It's talking like post-war classic work. I guess so, but it's still a big knock on that fair in Miami. Just be like, we don't need this. And I also freeze New York and freeze LA. Like, like, like just saying straight up, we don't need to do fairs in America is kind of like, like a clarion call to other galleries. I, I think they can be like, you know what? We don't need to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars, like going to all these fairs in America when we're already selling to American clients. Like, you know, like, isn't that kind of just sort of catch on? I mean, I, I think it potentially could, but they're in a position where they, you know, they're selling to all those people anyway. And I think at their higher end of the market, the American fairs are that doesn't draw in that audience, that collecting right. audience uh, so much as it does the kind of the, the, the hardcore contemporary collectors. I don't know. No, no, yeah, I know. I, I agree. It's just but I also think it's weird. I, I mean, I think there's a lot going on there. I mean, this notion that they, they said their business dropped by 20 percent. But also their expenses drop by probably over 50 percent. I mean, I think all right. these galleries potentially were more profitable than ever been, especially Levy Gorvey, which has no extended. I wonder how much of this is how much is Jeannie spent on that townhouse renovation and building where the new gallery is and what kind I, of capital infusion did she need? The money uh, for that was out there. I think it was in the tens of millions uh, in terms of just like buying the place, renovating it. And like I think there's another, uh, you know, a few mil going into this office space that they're developing. Uh, that's been out there. So that's a huge expense, obviously. But, you know, when we talk to, to dealers, galleries that we know, everyone says that their business is way, way up and their expenses are way, way down. They're not going to tell the New York Times that because, like, it's not, like, great optics. But, like, a lot of people have, like, saved money while still making money. And they want to keep on doing that. And you know how you do that? Don't do art fairs. Because art fairs are fucking expensive. I think it's I mean, if anything, I think it is a way for four of them who on their own were never going to reach the plateau where they comp could compete with David's Werner, Larry Gagosian, uh, Hauser mm -hmm. and Wirth and kind of pace. Um, I hate to pace in that group, but I guess it is hey, everyone else's I mean, eyes. 
Pace is spending money like gangbusters to try to compete with these guys. Yeah, so, yeah, like, so I but think I think this is the way to try and compete on that level, potentially. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously, I think that the branching out to an advisory has never really worked for any gallery that I know of. Um, mm-hmm. But maybe I think they could be advisors. And I think, you know, I've always felt that that collectors on their own should not engage directly with auction houses because the action auction houses are experts and they will hustle you either on the buy or sell side. I think, you know, especially with Brett there, um, you know, uh, that's a, you know, that's a great business ad, a great value ad, but as, totally. but as, re- but as real kind of uh, advisory, I don't think that the model works because they're always going to push their gear ahead of anyone else's gear. And how can you really feel as though you have a great collection when it's been so much kind of huge to what that, you know, what they have in inventory and what they sell. Um, there was a mention in the, in the times article anyway, about um, them actually advising auction houses on pricing. Right. Uh, hey, auction houses, if you need to go to dealers to figure out how to set your fucking <laughs> estimates, you're doing it wrong. Yeah, I'm, I just, I'm happy I, to come. I'm happy to come in and run a department because even I could do a better job because they're going to hustle you <laughs> on the reverse side because they're going to know what they have in inventory and what they want the prices to be. Now, in, in truth, though, are they going to Brett and looking for guarantees either on behalf of uh, either with the gallery money or clients of their money? Yes, 100 percent. And that mm-hmm. then that then turns into how price can how estimates are set uh, based upon guarantee levels for property. Um, and and could could I could see potentially an auction house going to them for financing or to join up in financing for large guaranteed estates potentially, um, yeah. just because these guys know where money is. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the notion that they're advising auction houses, I think, a bit of a canard. No, no, absolutely. That that's totally absurd. And thank you for reading between the lines there. Like, uh, yeah, like it's not uh, them it's like advising them on prices. It's, it's the auction house is just fishing for guarantees. Like yeah. and, and try to get money. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think there's a there's a lot in between the lines in this article, actually, and in between this announcement. Um, they obviously yeah. tried to use the whole fair thing as like what their differentiator is, and also you know the, the joining forces and the COVID times. But I think there's more machinations in how the art market is operating. Uh, if you read yeah. it, it's also, I mean, it's a very, very, very uh, friendly article to them. I think our friend oh, Andre, yeah. oh Andre Swan did a fantastic job in placing this and massaging <laughs> it. Uh, God bless. I mean, OG, OG PR person. She's the greatest. Uh, hopefully a future guest that I, I would think. I mean, she's, she's got she's, some We've been trying to get her off since day one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's, she's fantastic. Um, I mean, just some of the, some little anecdotes they were able to share in here that they were hiking in Aspen in February. You know, I've spent time in Aspen. Uh, you hike in the summer, you generally ski in February. So I'm not sure where that came there from. No trails open in February. That's I, mean, I do love the notion of, of Amalia Diane coming up with a Venn diagram that showed how they would overlap. And I hate to give any credit to this person, but the Jerry Gagosian post on that Venn diagram was incredible where the overlapping thing in the middle was money. You got to give credit when credit is due and credit is yeah. due. There. I mean, was 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 Brett's father the leader of the Israeli army? I can't remember. Did they, no, they Am- Am- no, 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 no. Amalia <laughs> Diane's grandfather was Moshe Diane, one of the greatest <laughs> general in Israel's history. I, I was joking about their overall. Oh, oh OK. Yeah, oh, OK. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Um, but interesting that Diane will be handling the Middle East as a, you know, uh, you know, as an I'm not sure if he's an Israeli citizen, but obviously with, with Israeli um uh, you know, I'm not sure how that works in the hey man, some look of the at, other look Gulf at states. Emmanuel. Ari Emanuel is you read that profile of him, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. True story. True story. Okay. All the pro-Israel guys are going to like the Emirates for money. It's like it's just, you know, that's where the money is. Like, but I mean, know? I think the real nugget for me, the real thing that tells you something about where the business is headed is is down towards the bottom here where they talk about um how they're gonna be quote unquote more nimble than most dealers. And it's really gonna be a move away from representation, especially of mm-hmm. living artists, I think. 
Uh, and none of these none of these gallerists, in my mind, are known for really great long term representation of artists. They're known for doing projects with them, uh, yeah. sometimes even starting their careers or rediscovering kind of older estates that maybe don't have the market support they should and beginning to build a market there. And mm-hmm. I think that is really the key to it, that that's you know, going to be pop up, small projects, really quick hits uh, and being very involved in artist markets, but not having to do the care and feeding that so many galleries are so good at. And is such a kind of not a monetary expense necessarily, but just an emotional expense of kind of, of really nurturing these careers through good times and bad times. Yeah. Um, that seems to be the case. And yeah, I mean, again, it, nimble is like a sort of code word there, right? Like it's just cheaper, right. <laughs> to like not have to, you know, nurture the careers of artists and represent like, like many dozen artists. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, um, you know, muscle to them, like, you know, you know I mean, and, and by the way, uh, while I've been kind of reading between lines and finding some weak points, I think they'll be, you know, they're already all fantastically wealthy. They will continue to be very successful. They're all extraordinarily mm-hmm. bright, both in terms of the market and in artists. Um, I mean, these are all, re- you know, real people, people that I look up to for their market savvy oh, insights and intelligence. So I, it, it's not a knock. I just think yeah, I'm very wary to take things at face value. Um, not a knock this at kind all. Of tie up. These are four of the most like brilliant, charismatic people in the art world, and it's 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 kind of stunning that they're they're all together under one roof, and they all have their name on the door. Uh, it's just you know, uh, and also re- real weird. One thing that Ron Perlman she was talking about other dealers that have tied up recently and spoke about Gavin Brown and Barbara Gladstone feels like a different situation and then points to to, to, to zach foyer and joel messler who they I know. Com- who combined I was forces email I mean, was that, about that. Was that 10 like... years ago even yeah. um neither of them are uh, or any longer art dealers both those the combined gallery has closed joel is actually now an artist that shows with levy gorby <laughs> yeah right. it just that i don't know I, I, did, I didn't have the heart to email Robin about that, but like someone needs to. <laughs> Listen, it was a long piece of just trying to cram a lot in. I just, you know, uh, yeah, show that show that you're with it. Um, LGRD is that what they're going by? Levy, Gorvey, Rohan, Diane. Yeah, it's it's very like um, um, what's what was the fervent Mad Men when they kept on adding the names to it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, Sterling and yeah, Sterling Cooper, Draper, Price, right? Yeah. Um, all of these people have been, in, I think, all of them maybe not Brett, have been in partnerships before that have dissolved, which I find interesting. Yeah, I guess sort of didn't go into that either, did it? Yeah, no, because, you know, obviously, Amelia Diane was, was Bordolami Diane, and, and then there was mm-hmm. another partner in there. Um, Jeannie, Diane, Jeannie had, yeah. like, the, the furniture thing uh, mm-hmm. for a bit that, that ended, I think, poorly. Um, and um, Dominique Levy was partners with who? It's blanking on my name right now, but had anyone? Am I- uh, well, with Munition. Yeah, of course. Excuse me. That's what I was thinking of. So it's interesting. They've all tried this in different ways before, but this time these all. This very, time it'll work. This time it'll work. Very four <laughs> very strong personalities. Never mind their spouses in some cases that also have strong personalities. What up, Adam? How you doing, buddy? Yeah. Hey, Adam. Um, <laughs> well, uh, hey, Adam. Adam's a you know he he's a real he pulls himself off the bootstraps. You know, Adam. Yeah. Listen, you, know, you love like, you you love to see it. A true American story. It can happen to anyone. <laughs> all right, moving on. Moving on, um, quick, hit, just a, a quick hit, just because I saw it this morning and it excited me. In our long term, I would say fascination, borderline obsession with Seoul, Korea, uh, oh the Gladstone Gallery opening up a space there. Let's um, go, let's go. Yeah. Like, well, I, we are going to go, go for 2022, right? I want to go. I want to go earlier. I miss my friend Andrew Russell. I haven't seen him in too long. I want to eat all the foods. I want to go see K-pop shows. I want to go to Korea like tomorrow. I want to go. 
Well, we were, I, was, I was speaking on the family front about how it's sad that our kids haven't been traveling so much and haven't seen much of the world because of the because of the video. Like, we should take them to Asia. So Christmas in Seoul, maybe we were thinking the oh. Philippines. We have uh, some. Yeah, some, let's do it. Some employees there. But yeah, I, I, I think I feel like Christmas in Seoul. Boys cool. in the Philippines. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. You know, I got a call center operation. How do you think I sell all this gear, man? <laughs> right right um no i mean you know it looks like it's gonna be a beautiful space uh i think barbara has uh, some connections in seoul and in korea like obviously do do collectors but also there's been some museum shows matthew barney had a big show there right um, yeah yeah and they, i guess they've had a um they've had a a director there for the past year or so that's right yeah uh, and so I guess, you know, it kind of moved, you know, as these things often do moves from an office into that. I mean, the mm-hmm. notion of all these gal- like mid-sized galleries that have all these offices are kind of like floating directors out in the world. That feels like a very new thing. And I mean, it happened, it's not right. because of COVID happened beforehand, you know, having, cool. an, you know, a Blum and Poe having an office, not just in Tokyo, but also in another city. Um, Gladstone having an office now in Los Angeles, um, you know, yeah. all sorts of galleries of that mm-hmm. of that scale, not just opening physical spaces, but just having almost like the auction houses have for years, having regional represent representatives. Exactly. And I remember back to November 2019. This seems like a decade ago uh, when I was in Shanghai. Uh, I was there with Max Falkenstein and, and Aaron uh, from from Gladstone. And uh, they had a, a Shanghai presence already. They had someone in Shanghai working for them. They, they really had an established Asian presence uh, you know, back then, and I think even before that, and they, they had a big party in Shanghai at, at the um, uh, the, the nightclub there. What's the the, the nightclub? Liberon. Liberon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, it was just like this huge, huge event. It was like the biggest event of the night in Shanghai. So, so yeah, they, they, they have always had a presence in, in Asia, and now they have a physical gallery, which is amazing. Can't wait to go. Um, yeah. uh, you know, speaking of, of medium size, but really uh, influential galleries, I'm not sure if you picked up your issue, your, your your September issue of the W magazine as of yet. But there is an <laughs> incredible spread of uh, Los Angeles galleries, David Kornansky and his wife, the artist Mindy Shapiro's home uh, oh, in God, that book there. Die for him. I mean, I mean, they they both David, have Mindy. incredible taste. Um, I know. Uh, really nice space and I don't know, somewhere in the hills of, of East LA. I assume it's Los Feliz. It doesn't really it's in specify. Los Feliz, yeah. It said that it noted very slyly that their neighbor is Sarah Silverman, which I, I found funny. That, that it's a sort of magazine sleight of hand thing. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Um, I thought it was interesting. They they have at least, and I guess you have to do this if you're an art dealer. I've never really thought about it. They have a work by all like 48 or something of the artists on the roster are hung I know. in the house. I thought that was, you know, very, very, uh, you know, kind. I mean, that's also very Dave. Like he does care so deeply about every single artist that he represents, like in an obsessive way, almost. Yeah, no, um, and then so. throw a throwaway line uh, in the article is actually that he's uh, on the phone with Rashid Johnson every single day. Well, yeah, I mean, that's like I, I remember I texted you to make sure like, to fact check that because like I just didn't think that was possible to like have a standing daily phone call with someone. It's my, it's my, my understanding mind. that that's true. Yeah. Incredible. We have right? a weekly phone call. That is this. this and podcast. we have trouble scheduling. Honestly, <laughs> I mean, it <laughs> keeps getting pushed to Thursdays. Exactly. Um, no, but it's great. I think they check in. I mean, you know, uh, but also just the 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 Brazilian furniture, a Brazilian modernist mm-hmm. furniture they have that they highlight the fact that they didn't hire a decorator. I mean, it looks very, very cool. I didn't see a pool, which would seem a shame to live in those fields. There, there was a pool. pool. There, there's a pool. Okay. There, there was, there's a pool. Yeah. Okay. No, okay. It, it looks like a great pool, actually. Um, um, I mean, you got to have a pool. 
Yeah. Um, I love the article. I love them. I love mm-hmm. Mindy. Mindy Shapiro, great artist. She was with Nino Meyer oh, absolutely. Gallery um, and mm-hmm. just an interesting person. And anyone that can, uh, you know, she's got a lot to deal with in life. <laughs> God bless. Love you, Dave. Um, well, if, well I think we what? should just uh, know that. I mean, that's all I have in terms of the news. I'm sure there were other things I missed. Is there anything like that was big that popped off on the socials before we get into like the chaos that will be the next week or so? Uh, apparently Kanye West is in Berlin at the Kunstwerke, which is the uh, very, uh, you know, preeminent arts institution in Berlin. It was founded by Klaus Biesenbach. That's all I found today. Uh, I mean, I saw that. Is Was that actually him or just someone masquerading as him? I thought maybe it was a, like a gag. I couldn't figure it out. It was in page six, so I, I think it's real. Oh, well, if it's in page six, then you know, their fact-checking <laughs> is exceptional. <laughs> Um. Okay. Yeah. I that, mean, I guess that's, that's really that's all I saw. I mean, I I don't really know what else to to tell you. Is well, no, that's en- that's enough. To, I think we have a lot, lot going on ne- next week. Well, that's, what, that's gonna... what I say. That's enough to speak about because we have a lot coming up next week that we should preview a little I bit. I know. I'm well, already yeah, overwhelmed. I'm already overwhelmed and stressed out by it Did all. You, maybe we should do this off pod, but I want to make sure, like, what I want to know what dinners you're going to. Do you want to go to any? I'm going to all these dinners. Well, let's just do it off pod. I mean, I may, I may pod. not. I feel like I need to like ease my reentry. I'm worried about my physical and mental health, especially. Um, and I have like a lot yeah. of business meetings next week, which is yeah, I have annoying, but, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm like already stressed out, which is not good, but it'll be fun. Hundred percent stressed out. Like I, I wish I'd come back yeah. to the city this week. Actually, just like get myself like ready. Although I'm glad I, mean, I missed the, the flood. I'm the glad city I... is literally underwater. Like you know. Um, yeah. So I guess that would that would have been a bad thing. But so we have obviously the fair is popping off. We got we got the armory. Who cares? Mm-hmm. But people do. I didn't realize like Sadie Coles is doing the armory. Does she usually? I just got the preview for that in my inbox. Some great stuff. Is there some good Alex in there? There's a few good Jordan? Alexes. Uh, no Jordan. Oh, that's we should talk about Jordan's magazine cover. Jordan, real quick. Oh like, God. Look, I mean, Jordan gets shit sometimes, but like he really crushed it. <laughs> this Vogue Italia shoot. I mean, like Atessa looks great. Emma looks great. It's it's wonderful. Well, who who are they? So so this is like Vogue Italia. Is that what it is? Is that it's the Vogue book? Italia? They yeah, Vogue Italia did a cool thing. I think they they had a bunch of like non shitty artists like do their covers, and it like kind of worked because like I mean, all artists are good. shitty. But yeah, sure. Yeah, but um, like you know, usually like you know. Not to knock on W, which is a magazine that that I do enjoy, but sometimes when they do their art issue, it's like kind of corny, and it's like, you know, it's, it's a little, stunty. it's a little lame and you know? if you know what I mean, um, or was. Um, that is a that is a blow. Yeah, this tough, doesn't even make tough, sense. Tough, tough, not even tough, Tough but fair. That's my brand, bro. <laughs> um, but so okay. who are these models that are on the cover of the Vogue Italia that that Jordan? They're, they're two of the greatest novelists alive. Okay, that's what I. Th- okay, okay. Yeah, I mean. It's Emma Klein and Tessa Mosfet, like like just you know the old, like like content, the contemporary novel is such a blighted shitty thing that like is so irritating to have to deal with because all of them suck and these are the two people like who actually do it well like that's it it's like there's like no one else but I mean weird that we're in an age with the, the two great novelists uh <laughs> on the cover of Vogue Italia, yeah, <laughs> shot by but, Jordan Wolfson. I mean, like, no wonder it's fucking flooding in half the country and burning the other half. Like, we're in the reality we deserve. <laughs> I'm all for it. You Not know? to Dean Kissick out, but I mean, like, yeah. Now, I mean, obviously, like, that's the correct take on this. But I was just like, let's go. Like, I, I, I meant to text all of them. No, uh, it looks, it, lo- it looks great. Like I, it, I have but... no problem with it, but I would say it is, it is indicative of a culture that's, you know, ab- about to enter a, a burning chasm of hell. That's all. 
Okay, well, okay. Moving that, on. That's just me. Speaking, speaking, speaking of which, Armory, independent, lots of Jesus, dinners, yeah. lots of so parties. Many fucking art fairs. Um, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I'm, I'm fucking slammed. Well, this, this, I've been getting texts from uh, uh, and emails from dealers that are in Me- from Europe that are in Mexico now. They're, they're waiting oh like 14 God. days. Thank you for giving me Carl Costell's number last night. I called him at like midnight just to tell him how excited I was to see him. And Did he, pick he was up? like, yeah, he picked up. He's like, I'm in Mexico. <laughs> I'm like, oh, of course, because you have to go to Mexico. I thought you were just doing a, a, a wellness check on him. <laughs> it, it, it was our kind of wellness check, you know. Hey, okay, true enough. True enough. Um, did you um, invite him to Krabby's? Uh no, wait, I have to send the crab invite. Uh, okay, let's yes, let's get on that. Well, off off pod, we'll, we'll we'll get into that. I have um, I have the message. I'll send it out right after this. But uh, <laughs> yeah, off pod. And people uh, in people in my world, by the way, are freaking out about Basel. Like if they should go, like I what know. the deal is. I know you and I are both like all gung ho. I still am. Well, I'm, a, I, I'm a little. I mean, I'm, I'm not nervous, but I'm not nervous. Okay, like we got a text from someone yesterday uh, that was like this art newspaper article that honestly was just gibberish to me because it was just like these alarmist articles are just really inappropriate. I think it's just, they're just like, or puzzle. Are you going to go? There's so many restrictions and you read it and it's not restrictions. You just have to fill out a form. You know, yeah, it's no, like, it seems pretty easy. It's really like, are easy. we going to get, we gonna get stuck in Europe. I'm like, well, no, sound like the no, worst you just thing. Fill out a form. Well, yeah, no, you just fill out a form. We're American citizens. We can obviously come back to the, yeah, country even in, in the, country. not that the pandemic isn't, uh, now, but it, when it was really like when it was the real thing, like in 2020, Americans could always get back into the country. Of course, like we know people who, in the peak of this, when we were in lockdown, were just flying around the world. Like, yeah, you know, I mean, do you know what is... my tax bill is? I damn well better be able to get back here. Or else, or else I demand, <laughs> yeah. I demand a refund. I know. I mean, like, yes, it's true. If you are not an American citizen, it is tough to get here right now. You have to go to Mexico for two weeks, which obviously is bullshit, and that. Like, like Trump's policy needs to be like ended. Like it's ridiculous. But if you're an American citizen, you're fine. Like, like there's no issues here. And yeah, it, it's, wow. it sucks that like, I mean, I know people who are like trying to plan big Miami events and stuff and they're canceling them just because they're assuming that Europeans can't come, which like is a fair assumption because like there's no indication that Biden is going to, you know, uh, take down this policy it's like ridiculous that vaccinated europeans or anyone vaccinated I can't come into the country i understand it's not a fail safe but it's it's the best we can do for now and it's uh it's completely ridiculous it really um, is and uh it, it's i don't know it's selfish i mean there is all sorts of te- like I, i'm flying into london i guess i need to test within two days even i'm only there for like 70 hours Right. There, I mean, it's confusing when you're going to multiple countries. Uh, you just have to Google like what you have to do. Like, you know, I, I get that. It's frustrating <laughs> so for that's people, a lot like, of work for me, man. I'm an art advisor. I'm not used to this kind of Google, labor. Like, what do I have to do going from X country to Y country? It's not. It's, then, I got like a fucking you know. pie chart on this pad of paper here. It's ridiculous. <laughs> um, anyway, I'm excited to get back to the city despite it being waterlogged. I'm excited. Like, mm-hmm. le- like, let's go. Um a lot to do here and packing up and whatnot, which is making me anxious, but it's going to happen. Yeah, like our world is back into full swing. I've got travels planned to London, Switzerland, back to London, Los Angeles for a little stutter step in between. Uh, mm-hmm. I think I'll get I a, think I'll be there a dinner, well. a, a dinner resi at Musso and Frank, I think for us. Uh, table, yes. table, table for two. Musso's live great. pod. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Live from Musso's. That sounds great. Wow. Let's go. All right, I, that's it. That's it. And I think starting next week, despite our busier schedule, we have to we have to drop back to the two the, the two a week if we can, if we can manage it. 
I think we have to. I mean, the people just, you know, deserve it. Really, yeah. So frankly. we'll, we'll yeah. try and do one in person, uh, one in person in the office. And we'll probably have to mm-hmm. do the other one just like this remotely. I'm so excited for my walk up to the square. I missed it. All right. So get ready, everybody. Uh, if there's good things we should go see, hit me up on the DMs. Thanks yep. for listening. Nota bene. Out. Out.